Hello boys and girls, uh, my name is Dan and I'm here with my long life friend uh, uh, Bruno. We uh, have decided to start this podcast to pretty much uh, entertain you guys uh, through different tips in what is uh, uh, sports, nutrition, uh, I'm a big wrestling fan uh, and all the rest uh, to get you through your journey home perhaps in the tube. Uh, let me introduce you to Bruno who is just here next to me. Hello Bruno, how are you doing? sexy voice you have. Uh, I, I know, it must be the Italian accent. What Italian accent? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and, you know, as Daniele was saying, we're just trying to kind of entertain you guys while, you know, giving you some um, nutrition and training uh, advice and bringing you people that actually have changed their lives and talking about their own story, I guess, uh, while talking about our own story as well. Right, Dan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure there, is a, there are a lot of people out there that they are looking for, uh, I'm not saying uh, uh, samples, but you know, just to opinions on the fact that uh, people can change their lives. And I'm sure there are plenty of podcasts or videos or there are blogs where they teach you how to do it or they claim they do. Uh, we're not going to teach you anything uh, by no means. We, we, we are going to just tell you uh, our experiences and uh, our uh, friends, so to speak, experiences, and then it will be your judgment to actually decide if that's worked for you or not. And obviously, me, I'm, I'm a perfect example of somebody very hard to deal with in terms of getting things right when it comes to nutrition and to sports and all the rest. But you know, we'll, uh, we'll be telling you later on in the podcast. Yeah, I think it's important to, uh, to define what you know, what change in your life is. I mean. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, something massive, something big that you, you know, completely change everything in your life. But even the, you know, the, the, even the small, uh, small step towards, you know, achieving something different that makes you feel different, uh, that makes you, makes you happier, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's true. Obviously, happiness uh, uh, for people, it, it might have different meanings, uh, uh, as in, as we know from for some people it can be money, for others it can be career, for others it can be love, uh, achievement in sports. You know, happiness is a very, very wide concept and, you know, we're not going to, to discuss this. I mean, I'm certainly not. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's very simple, you know. I, I think that the main thing to understand is what really would make you happy and satisfied. And what people, I think, they fail to, to understand is that, you know, in order for you to get to the happiness side of things you know there is a journey and you know the journey is through uh, obviously surrounding yourself with the right people uh, but you know it's also uh, eat well and you know look after your body look after look after your mind and also look after the people around you because they will give you eventually feedback so you can improve yourself what do you think yeah I, I agree with you I completely agree with you um, I think everything has to be uh, has to start with it, with it, something that has to change, isn't it? Like change is basically the main kind of basic topic that we're gonna uh, always talk about. Um, you know, change can be different things. You know, it can be you know starting to eat a little bit healthier, try, uh, training you know once, twice, three times a week. Um, but also, you know, I think people tend to forget the most one of the most important things, which is always you know personal preference. Um, you know the, how what, what is it that you truly enjoy doing? You know, because if you can't stick, if you can't, if you don't enjoy what you do, then you never stick to it. And this also 
you know, and translate into uh, nutrition and training for sure. So, in terms of obviously your experience, you uh, well, I think we're we're both fairly young. Uh, you are a personal trainer, and you have uh, among yeah. other among other things, you have your clients, and you know uh, now a lot of your clients have reached. Uh, their goals, not only in terms of the gym or nutrition, but also personal achievement outside, you know, the, the gym environment, which we will be eventually discussing. But what do you yeah. think right now is the main challenge for people who actually want to be healthy, in shape, but at the same time, they cannot really say no to their jobs, you know. Uh, I, I've been working night shifts for, uh, for a year and the absolutely destroyed my immune system, my will to do stuff. And out there, I'm sure there are plenty of people that they work yeah. night, night shift or yeah. uh, workers that they do manual work all day. Obviously, uh, you may claim that they don't need to go to the gym. But again, how, how do you know and what do you think is the challenge for people right now to change their lifestyle? I think one of the biggest challenges that people face is definitely confusion. Um, uh, I think you know, when people read on uh, in Men's Health magazine or, you know, Men in, Men in Fitness or whatever the, the crappy magazine they're reading on, uh, they always tend to kind of, you know, give the, uh, the, the wrong advice. Um, unfortunately, so uh, by, you know, detoxing your body from, you know, your 90-day challenge or your 12-week transformation that, you know, never kind of works long term. Um, so I think, obviously, perhaps, you know, um, the ability to filter out information uh, by themselves or even with you know a personal trainer uh, that's one of the main things that, that people kind of face uh, as a challenge um, uh, I think yeah also I think people I don't know I, I think it's, it's quite a difficult uh, question to answer because obviously people as you said have uh, you know not too much time if you if you I think we need to kind of have a specific example of one person so let's say the individual like you you know that works uh, you know 10 to 12 hours a day um, five days a week um, I think <clears throat> for you it's something that is gonna be is gonna ch uh, change the way you you actually look and make you feel better it's just you know preparing one meal you know just you know starting by the basics you know cooking one meal um, per day and uh, you know that that meal will make a massive difference to the to your overall you know health and how you perceive training, how you feel. Um, you know, yeah, literally just starting from the basics and and not restricting yourself to any sort of uh, food categories. You know, while you know categorizing food as bad or good, you know, there's no such thing as good and, and bad food. It's just um, what works for you and and what will will make you stick to your diet for the longest period of time. Um, okay, just let's clear this up for a second, just so obviously our listeners, they understand a bit. Obviously, Bruno is a personal trainer, but he's also a uh, science student, a sports science student. Obviously, you're at yeah. university, almost uh, finished it. Um, yeah. I mean, you're going to finish it. It's not like you drop out. And, you know, you yeah. you, you had the, the, the luck, luxury, and obviously... Um, will to meet with the top nutritionists and scientists in the industry in the world obviously there are plenty of names that maybe you you can tell us uh, but obviously me being your friends i sort of see 
everything and that you do in terms of your journey and in terms of your uh, studies. So when you talk about nutrition, you actually you, you know what you're talking about because obviously you know you have scientists teaching you about it. Uh, however, you know it's also fair to say that out there there is so much and there are always people that know more than me, more than you, and that is not you know oh, yeah. not arguable. But Obviously, you are a big fan on the uh, macros uh, diet. Is that how you call it? Is it is it something that you would say? Um, I, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it a diet. I would call it more as a uh, flexible approach to to nutrition. Um, basically, the principle of flexible nutrition is that you don't restrict yourself to any sort of foods. Um, pretty much, you eat what you like. But there are some, you know fairly strict um, rules to follow which you know they're very basics like uh, uh, eat your fruit and veg every day you know your famous five a day um, if you will um, also you know making sure that you eat enough protein in a day and um, you know the, the you know 80 20 percent uh, rule basically you know 80 percent of, of your nutrition should be from uh, minimally processed food uh, you know things like uh, eggs, meat, veggies, um, eggs. Oh, sorry, yeah, um, fish, um, and and then you know you love to have you know your your vegetables and you know a couple of servings of fruit every day and yeah, pretty much job done. Um, yeah. So so obviously all those foods that you just uh, nominated, you know, to me as a average person is pretty much the the just the, what I would call that's good food, you know. Uh, obviously, if you manage to get these ingredients and you cook them in a better way, it would be great healthy food that, you know, uh, it's unbeatable, I think. Uh, however, you know, it's just like on theory, it, it looks so nice and simple. And, you know, I'm saying this because I'm the perfect example on what should not be done in terms of following the, the sort of diet. <laughs> Because uh, you, you, you know uh, how hard am I to deal with when it comes to, to nutrition due to my work environment, due to my different, you know, uh, things that I'm going and the projects. And, and I mean, wh why, why people, uh, and I'm talking about athletes or bodybuilders or whoever, just don't stick to it? it uh, basically, subliminally, I'm asking you a question to understand why I wasn't able to follow the macros diet or to follow the flexible diet when we both um, went through it. Obviously, uh, the way you do it uh, as a professional in the industry, you, you know your macros that you need during the day, you know your targets, and you will obviously hit them all, uh, one gram plus, one gram minus, by the end of the day. Um, and then again, you are busy too. You have your work, you have your things, so it's not about who's busiest or is not busiest. But for me, as a non-professional in the industry, I found it hard, if not impossible, to stick to it. You know, for me to uh, cook my own meal all the time, for me to uh, measure my own meals all the time. So, and I'm sure out there, there are plenty of people that, you know, they, they want to do it in, in the theory, in the principle, in their mind is like, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, tomorrow I will start counting everything, so I will eat my macros and my body will change. But then when yeah. the, the alarm clock hits and, you know, you have to make a choice between 20 more minutes in bed or 20 more minutes less in bed to cook something, 
like unfortunately the way I am, and I'm not proud of it, I will pick the 20 minutes more in bed, you know, rather than actually cook. So what, what would you say would be an answer to limit this sort of issue? I mean, the issue here is the, is the concept of um, I think counting your macros, uh, you know, for people that don't know, macros stands for you know, macronutrients, which are protein, carbs, and fats, and fiber. Um, basically, obviously, who wants to count? You know, uh, <laughs> nobody wants to yeah, count. Yeah, I don't want to count. You, you, yeah, exactly. And so, obviously, I think the concept of flexible dieting is that you don't have to count. Uh, you don't have to be obsessed about food. You don't have to, uh, you know, measure everything that you that you eat or you drink or anything like that. But also, but you do count. It has to be um, not anymore. I used to, um, but not not anymore right now. So uh, I go by you know approximation um, and measure by kind of hands uh, portion, which you know we'll explain later on. Mm. Um, I think the concept is obviously that you don't want to be. Thinking about, oh, you know, I have to have my chicken, rice, and broccoli, you know, even when I'm out, out in a restaurant with my girlfriend or anything like that, you know, flexible dieting is all about making your life easier while obviously achieving your goals that you set yourself to. Although we also have to always start from the very basic principle that you have to make an effort. You know, you have to make an effort, whether you choose to stick to one type of diet or, or the flexible dieting approach or whatever diet you want to call it. You have to make an effort. Um, the effort being, you know, small as you know, cooking once a week and, and cooking, you know, three, four of the same meals that you can, you know, heat up, and they don't have to be, you know, chicken, broccoli, or your tilapia or whatever margarine you're thinking about. Um, it's got to be. So first, you make an effort. So you you decide in your mind that okay, you know, 2015, for example, New Year resolution. Um, which I know that most people hate, I don't know why. Um, it has to be, okay, I'm going to make an effort towards, you know, being healthier, looking better. Most of the people will be, you know, getting leaner, uh, lose some weight, things like that, right? So um, what you do afterwards is you you try to work out roughly how many calories you need, you know, and obviously, you know, you do that by uh, formulas that, you know, we can kind of link to, into the, the podcast later on um, that you can use to work out how many overall calories you need um, I think also starting by just having a little bit of protein every meal that you have and it doesn't have to be you know six meals a day or two meals a day or one okay. meal a day whatever you can stick to so Bruno you, you are now talking to the average Joe yeah the person who who has a normal active lifestyle, you know, goes to work, probably a desk job, Monday to Friday, yeah. 9 till 5, you finish the work, you know that you have to go two to three times to the gym, Friday night you go out, Saturday night you go out, Sunday you rest. You know, that is, that, that's the guy or the girl, okay. yeah? So obviously we, we're not gonna say here, but we all know that if you're an athlete and you do uh, so much more sports than that, you will need different sort of nutrition or even if you are not an athlete, but you have like two, three, four different jobs, because some there are people, they, they are freelancers and you know, they go and work there for four hours, jump on a tube, go to another place, work there for another four hours. So it, obviously it varies and this is why there is a science behind it. But you know, obviously we know that protein needs to be in there, uh, fibers needs to be in there, carbs needs to be in there, and uh, uh, fats, uh, good fats needs to be in there. So according to your clients, 
and to what obviously you have. Let's say you have the average Joe as a client. So what yeah. what what would be the thing the thing that you would say to them in terms of nutrition? Because the guy doesn't is he, not bothered to to cook. Okay, he's not bothered well, to. Do we know what you know this guy or girl wants to achieve first? Uh, well, let's go by example. They want to just you know have a fairly healthy lifestyle and they want to look good for summer. Yeah. Now. Maybe it's a stupid question, and people who listen to this, they will be probably murdering me for it. But you know, it it sounds so um, logic and normal. But I, I believe that people want to be told what they already know. So obviously, you said no uh, effort. You know, obviously, you're not gonna change. But you know, with this flexible diet thing, you know, you're sort of making less efforts in the fact that you don't have to eat always the same thing for a week. Then have your yeah. uh, cheat day where you completely destroy everything that probably you've done, and then you feel guilty, you feel no, <laughs> not good about it, and then you know the week starts again. So right. let's say if I had come, if I had to come to you and I said to you, look, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, I don't want to cook my own food, yeah, I don't have time for it, blah 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 blah. Uh, I'm gonna go to the gym two three times a week, you know, I want to do my program. So what is essential for me to reach a goal with the least possible effort? And by no means okay. we are encouraging people to do so. I'm just taking the, the worst case scenario. <clears throat> so basically we're picking up the individual that wants to lose weight slash body fat and wants to look a little bit leaner, more definition in the muscle. Yes, things like that, right? yes, yes. Okay, that works a lot, doesn't want to cook any sort of food. No. Um, which is, you know, so let's pretend he, he, has, he, he has the money to go out and buy his okay. own food. Cool. So you, you would uh, basically just, if you have enough money to afford uh, always buying, always having food outside, you know, whether in a restaurant or uh, picking up a sandwich in, you know, in, in a shop, right? Yeah, because you think most of people who work Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, they will have yeah. their lunch on the workplace, which they cannot really control right. anyway. Okay, so what I would suggest to have a starting point, okay? So I would suggest that for five, six, seven days, uh, you just write down everything you eat um, so that you know what your starting point is. You can work out roughly how many calories you're eating, where you're getting the calories from. Uh, and just by switching even one type of snack that you have every day to another type of snack, for example, what's a typical snack, you know, some. I don't know, some crisps and, and, a, and a sandwich, you know, for example, right? And a, and a Diet Coke. Um, by, you know, by switching that to maybe just some, you know, cottage cheese or, or, or a Greek yogurt with a bit of honey or uh, and the banana, a little bit of fruit, you know, that could make a massive difference over, over time. Um, so I would say, first of all, um, start tracking roughly what you're eating, which doesn't necessarily mean the exact quantities, means what's going on I mean coming in in your mouth uh, how many meals are you having a day um, what sort of food are you getting in just tracking everything that you eat for five six seven days so that when you go and analyze it you can see what sort of variables you can change okay that that's is a, I, I believe is a good tip uh, but what for people who can't be bothered to do that either you know like now I, I don't want to track my food you know, I, I just want to reach that goal. You know, I start today. 
you know, how do I start fresh? Well, um, you can't. You can't. Um, if you don't know what you're eating, you don't know how much you're eating, uh, you don't have a starting point of any sort of... Uh, you don't want to make an effort, pretty much. Um, that's really as simple as that. So you just can't change everything. Unless you know roughly, roughly, you know, what you eat. Um, you, you, can't, you can't just change everything because you don't know where you're starting from. You know, simple as that. Mm. Okay, yeah, I think it's, 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 a good, it's a good tip. Obviously, if you want to reach a goal in anything in life, I believe, you know, effort is, is obviously the, the key for it, you know, whether it's work, uh, relationship, career, and, you know, personal goals. So if you put on the side for one second the nutrition sort side of, let's say, fitness, so yeah. well, let's start talking about, you know, the active uh, side of it in terms of like the workouts, the cardio, the running, the lifting weights, the different sports. Um, yeah. You know, can you, in your in your opinion, achieve good um, results in sports if you don't really control under than ten percent your nutrition? Sure, you can, but there will be directly related to how much effort you're putting in. You know, simple as that. You know, the more effort you put in, the, 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 the higher and the better your performance will be. So let's say you don't want to track anything nutrition-wise, you're not willing to change anything. Uh, you can still achieve, um, you know, limited goals within the gym, of course, if you have, you know, the right program. Um, and then you, if you're happy with it, then, yeah, why not? But you, you see, back in the days, uh, I'm talking... 90s, maybe early 2000. There was no such a thing as my fitness pal, the macros, and this and that. And, that, and yet, people naturally, I'm talking, uh, they were still fit. You know, some of them. So, uh, is there a chance for you to to say yes, we could do that? I can still be fit if I have a Mediterranean diet or if I have just a, a normal meals. You know, like I don't wanna increase my carbs, I don't want to increase my fats, I just want to go to the kitchen, open the cupboard, if I see chickpeas in there, I will have them with tuna, but if I see a pasta there, I will make it with tomato sauce, and uh, yeah, afterwards I will have a nice ice cream, not a protein ice cream, just a nice ice cream, but yet I go to the gym, and I know that I will be fine. Is it, is it something that is achievable? Um, yeah, potentially, yeah, you can, stu you can still do that. Uh, however, you still need a basic, basic uh, approach to nutrition, uh, a basic you know understanding of what, you know what's protein, carbs, and fats in your plate. Uh, you know you wanna you know you don't wanna have any sort of deficiency, especially you know I don't know if you always eat the same thing. For example, you might have you know Marian into uh, vitamin deficiency or um, you know you're not drinking enough water or, or things like that. So you have to have some sort of basic understanding of nutrition. In terms of you know protein, carbs, and fats, and fiber, and, and but, uh, things like that. But you know, you you and I, we both grew up in Italy. In our obviously, uh, let's say in our teenage, and you know, yeah. I I never remember you being fat or me being fat, in terms of being obese. And uh, I don't think our parents they they were counting the protein that they were feeding us or the carbs. You know, I remember coming back from school, I always had pasta as the first dish. Then I had uh, either a meat or fish for second dish, and then probably had fruit or dessert. And so yeah. five hours later was dinner, which was pretty much the same again. 
and you know we yeah. gr we grew up for I don't know maybe 15 years like this since let's say in, in the period of okay when you start understanding a bit and then you know up to the 20s so that period was pretty much okay we go out you know you will eat a a wrap with cheese and ham or you will have uh, you will go out and get a massive steak with chips so our parents or our, ourselves we never counted calories in Italy yeah. so, uh, so why we we never got fat <laughs> So, well, yes, I don't remember being fat, but I don't remember looking great either. <laughs> no, uh, no, okay, but but that was uh, was our lack of actual exercise. Okay, we've been through some martial arts training, and you know, yeah. we, we were not obviously we we didn't know about going to the gym. We didn't know about lifting right. weights. Uh, I was told that the good age to start lifting weights in the gym was 16 and over, back in the days. Right. So um, okay, we played football, we cycled, you know, we we were active. But again, yeah. we obviously, we didn't build muscle, I mean, uh, so, but my, my point is the nutrition was never calculated, it was always, you, you chuck in your body whatever is available. Okay, most yeah. of I mean, yeah. there's nothing, nothing wrong with, you know, Mediterranean diet, although I do believe that there, it's, it's diet that is quite low in protein, um, and, you know, very high in carbs and, and moderate fat. Um, so we didn't necessarily look that bad because, you know, we did exercise a lot. So our, you know, calorie consumption, and it was, you know, quite normal, you know, I think around, you know, the 2000 calorie limit. And we were exercising, you know, four or five times a week between, you know, football, martial arts and things like that. That's why we never got fat. Um, but but uh, we didn't really look, you know, any sort of... Athletes, uh, yeah, It's yeah. always, you know, kind of skinny fat kind of look. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I also don't recall anybody around us to be the fat kid. Uh, okay, yeah. no, none of us, let's say, within our circle of friends were athletes because we didn't have that culture there. But, you know, I don't remember people being obese either. Uh, I cannot yeah. recall any of my friends or people that I know who say, oh, it's, yeah. it's so fat. Yeah. But here well, in the yeah. UK... <laughs> Yeah, again, you know, the Mediterranean diet is not necessarily a bad diet, but that's why, you know, you you always get, you know, fruit and vegetables every day. Um, you know, you go your pasta, you go your, you know, we always had different foods almost every day. So, you know, it's, it's still a healthy diet, um, but also you have to take into consideration the amount of energy expenditure that we had every day, which was, you know, between playing football, just walking, you know, we, we used to walk a lot. and. And walking, you know, still burns calories, uh, and is you know is a great way of taking the stress out of life as well. So, you know, it's all it's all a combination of things. It's never just one aspect of, of your life that doesn't make you, you know, fat or anything like that. So, uh, what do you think in in London? You know, people should do more to to get to the stage on which they need to count less their diets, count less their macros and maybe uh, exercise less, uh, go through less stress. Because I, I enjoy going to the gym now uh, because I found finally after maybe, what, 20, 15 different workouts, the one that is right for me. And what's for me now is, is not even a, a lifting workout as a, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain. But basically right now, I'm concentrating myself on the Olympic weight, on the Olympic weight lifting style yeah before you know we've been through uh body weight we've been through uh you know everything, everything you know <laughs> you, you 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 really uh, you know you really saw me as a as a white canvas and say okay 
we're gonna try this and it didn't work. We're gonna try that and it didn't work. You got frustrated, yeah. I got angry, I got bored. Uh, you told me to F off, uh, I get back to you. But then, you know, I found what, <laughs> what, what, what I like and now the results are actually coming pretty fast. So if I found that, let's say three years ago, now I will be look a lot better than I, I'm looking now. But obviously, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a process. So back to the question. It's a process, yeah. uh, Back to the question, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who's very active because I do that sport and I do pro wrestling and uh, I like sport in general, so I enjoy exercise. But what for people who actually do not really enjoy go to the gym and they don't want to lift weights, they don't want to do, right. but, but at the same time, they also, in their own rights, they have the right to, to look okay. They don't have to be fat. So yeah. what, what yeah. can they do? So, you know, we're talking about mostly, you know, general population here. Um, so I think the first thing to do it would, it would be to step away from you know the concept of, of diet you know of dieting and of diet a strict diet or or whatever you know paleo or this and that. Um, if you take yourself away from the concept of diet and just stick by some normal principles like you know having uh, a you know a moderate to high protein diet based upon what sort of activity you do. Obviously, if you go to the gym, a little bit of a higher protein diet. Uh, and you know, people have the misconception that you know protein only builds muscles, and you know, all the the bro, the bro community there. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, you step away from the concept of diet, which is uh, subconsciously something that you do for a very short term. Um, instead, you have to find something you can stick to, whatever it is. You know, uh, whether it's um, low carb, high fat, or you know, high carb, low fat, whatever it is. So first, you step away from that concept. And then do the activity that you enjoy, you know, whether it is, oh, I'm going to swear now, CrossFit or, uh, <laughs> or weightlifting or wrestling or just walking or cycling, whatever, whatever, whatever you can stick to, swimming. Uh, once you do, you know, those couple of things, you're already in a, in a, in a good starting point. Um, also, you, you know, if you do decide to kind of look into have better nutritional habits um, you know you always want to kind of get you know your protein your carbs and fats in uh, trying to have is you know almost every meal that you have um, you know a good a good way to do it you know people that always have between two and three four meals a day so if for every meal you have a little bit of protein a little bit of carbs a little bit of fats um, you know you, you eat your fruit and vegetables so you, yeah you're pretty much sorted you, you don't need anything else so it's pretty much uh, a matter of stay active and you know and yeah. just uh, eat what you know the general population or the general world people say okay that's good because we know that fish is good and we know that uh, an apple is good but we also yeah. know that a burger king is not so good but we still enjoy it and you can enjoy it but obviously with moderation right exactly exactly mm. So interesting, interesting. So um, obviously, I think we we sort of answered some question about okay, I'm playing the devil's advocate and I'm the one who's saying I'm completely ignorant about all of this and I'm a lazy person and you know you as a personal trainer you have to give me results, you know, and I have to have the least possible input in it and I need to put the least possible effort because I think. That's what people unfortunately want. Obviously, you, you said 
CrossFit or uh, there are other people who do other sort of, of, of classes, let's say. And do you think the getting together environment can help those people on actually lifting their butt of their couch and go and do some stuff that, you know, put them together? Or you feel that to begin with, people should be doing things on their own first and then join a class? I think uh, you raise a very valid point here. Um, I think you have to do whatever, whatever you can, uh, you know, whatever you enjoy. You know, you, if you enjoy training in the gym by yourself, then by all means do it. If you if you enjoy more, you know, the community side of it, and you wanna um, enjoy classes and things like that, then do that. You know, it. That's the thing. You know, people always look for something to be told to do that because you know they feel. They feel like you know if you don't do that, then they'll never get results. But it's not—it's not really like that. Um, as long as you do something that makes you happy and you enjoy, whatever it is, working uh, you know in the gym, working out in the gym, or uh, you know doing CrossFit, then by all means do it. You know, personal preference just is by far the most important aspect in training, nutrition, and overall lifestyles. But do you think there are there is some stuff that if you wanna reach a goal you must go through even though you hate it so we all know that you know burpees are one of the best things you could ever do in general as a bodyweight exercise but also is it true that everybody hates it because it's so hard now if if i want to reach a goal and i know that i have to go through burpees naturally i will go nah i'm not gonna do it because i hate it now do you think there is a way around uh, the burpees was an example because obviously if I want to have bigger biceps, I know that I need to go and do more curls, right? For the girls. For the girls, yeah. <laughs> For the guns, you know, they call it in the UK. <laughs> so uh, again, I'm completely ignorant and, you know, I'm just asking you, say, so if I want bigger arms, do I have to go and do curls or I can do, or I can get bigger biceps doing other exercises that are not bicep curls? Uh, is this like specifically to bicep? Uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, obviously now I, well, I never had problem with squats. Uh, I always so fairly enjoy them. Uh, so I, it's something that, you know, if you had to say to me, if you want to get bigger, better, faster, stronger, squats, you should be doing. So I would say to you, yeah, okay, no problem. But if you say to me, you have to go running, which I absolutely hate from the guts to get a better car. To get a better cardio, you know, I would say to you, please give me another way to get a better cardio. Yeah. You know, uh, not in my particular case, but you know, some people out there they, they they hate running. You know, other people they love it, but I hate it. So when people say to me, let's go running on this Sunday morning, I would say, uh, no, I rather watch TV. You know, uh, but obviously we know that you can get cardio other ways. So what what's the best way for you to advise somebody on? Okay, I want to reach this goal, but in order for me to get there, I have to pass through this thing that I hate. How do I go through it? How do I go around it? Can I? Yeah, you don't do it. <laughs> Simple as that. You know, if there's a, you know, a specific exercise that you don't like, then you shouldn't be doing that. You know, uh, I know that you know, there's, a, there's a big misconception that everybody has to squat, bench, and, and deadlift. And, for the general population, most people don't even have the flexibility of doing those exercises, you know. So, um, start from something that you can do, you know. Starting from something that you can, um, 
you can perform with a, with a proper technique and you actually enjoy doing, uh, whether it's burpees, whether it's anything, um, start by doing that. You know, for you, an example is that, you know, you love wrestling. Uh, so whenever I say to you, go running instead of wrestling because you have to achieve this goal. Go wrestling and we're trying to find the way of achieving the goal through wrestling. Uh, even though it might take longer, it might take a shorter amount of time, that doesn't matter because even if it takes longer, then you will stick to it because it's something you enjoy, you know, it's simple as that. Yeah, I mean, the thing with wrestling in terms of cardio, uh, professional wrestling has these spikes that you, you may um, compare them to the sort of interval training because you will have explosivity of stuff, you know, and then you would have a moment of rest before going into an explosive stuff again. And, mm. and you know, there is a lot involved within those four, uh, you know, posts in terms of, you know, that happens in a short period of time. And, you know, you have that spikes of cardios that you, you need to handle. Otherwise, you know, by in the first 20 seconds, 30 seconds, you, you can be already blown. So, yeah. obviously, the training of, on wrestling is obviously focused on making you better in that sort of thing, you know, through drills, to this, to that. But again, I, I feel that, you know, running is good because, you know, it gives you that feeling of that cardio, but it's also not extremely good for a certain things because it will give you a steady sort of cardio. Because during the warm-up that we do, let's say, in, in, in our school, I would, you know, do the cardio and I would be tired of it in terms of, you know, because I, I, I put effort, but I would be fine compared to 30 seconds in the ring with somebody. Yeah. And, and I'm saying 30 seconds. So the 30 seconds in the ring, they will go like, oh my God, I'm almost blown, compared to one hour really intense warm up on which we do, we jump, we do different things, jumping jacks and, you know, squats, la 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 la. Okay. Um. Yeah, again, obviously, you know, running could be good for you. Um, but also, you know, running works in the same way that, you know, cycling works as far as cardio is concerned, you know. Uh, so if you do enjoy cycling more than running, it would definitely give you a very similar benefits to, you know, that kind of transfer to, to wrestling anyway. So, for example, if you do enjoy cycling, then why not cycling, you know, instead of, of running? Find what you like and, and stick to it. Okay, so this is actually, you know, uh, again, the good tip, you know, you say, okay, guys, there is no such a thing that you must do this to achieve this goal. If you do this, it would help, but you don't have necessarily do it, so you can work around it and do what you like, which obviously is more important than do that, because you will, I likely to do it with more joy, therefore, getting more out of it because you like what to do. And even if it takes you there a bit slower, you know, if you have to make a choice between I really hate this, I'd rather wait maybe eight weeks and do this that I love instead of waiting four weeks and do this that I hate. I don't, yeah. even, I don't even know if it makes sense what I just said. Yeah, I think uh, it, it does make sense. Cool. It's also important to, um, to define the context in which we're talking about. We're still talking about general population. So we're not talking about the guy that is gonna, you know, win the, the, the gold medal at the Olympics, you know, because obviously, you know, it's a different story. Uh, they will probably have to do things that they don't like, uh, but because they're more, 
optimal, let's put it that way, then you know they'll have to go through things that they don't like in order for them to achieve their goal in maybe the short amount of time to perform in in a, in a specific uh, activity. Mm. So what what's your uh, you know do you, do you want to tell us maybe one story or some of your clients that you know can uh, inspire before we head towards the closing? Sure. Um, well, there's a, there's a client that I have right now, female client, um, and she came to me a few weeks ago, probably six, seven weeks ago, and she told me, oh, look, Bruno, I, I have this specific goal, which is climbing Kilimanjaro in, in wow. six weeks. How old is she? Um, I think she's around 25 to 27. Okay. Um, was, yeah. she, was she already a sporty person, or was she already active? or? Uh, the only thing that she used to do was basically just running, uh, running on a treadmill, either you know an incline or just um, you know normal outside. Um, so she wanted to do something a little bit more specific to achieve this goal. Um, so basically, the way I approach things is I always like what they like to do. I always ask well, what what exercise do you like to do, what sort of things do you like to do, and so we went from there. Basically, I just made a session uh, based upon what it takes, what does it take to actually climb Kilimanjaro, which was mainly, uh, you know, lower body strength and endurance, uh, um, and the, the main factor would still be the psychological uh, problem with the pretty much altitude uh, of Kilimanjaro, which, you know, uh, causes uh, sickness and nausea and things like that. Uh, so what we did is, like a very, very simple basic program uh, based upon strengthening uh, the lower body, uh, legs, glutes, hamstrings and calves and things like that, uh, while still incorporating what she liked, which was, you know, running on the treadmill. So I split the three, four sessions that she was going to do every week in, in two and two. So she still did something that was going to make the climb easier, but at the same time did something that she would enjoy doing. Um, and she did it. She just climbed Kilimanjaro the other day. She sent me a message, which was pretty badass. Wow. And, and you know, very, very, very proud of that. Yeah, so that's, um, that's one of the stories. So, uh, to talk to us uh, through the journey of obviously day one, hello Bruno, I want to do this, to mm -hmm. hi Bruno, I just did this. So, obviously, yeah. she, I'm assuming she was a fairly healthy person in terms of no smoking, yeah. no drinking much, uh, nothing like that. So, uh, you, what, her motivation was obviously, obviously to achieve that goal. Uh, and but but I'm also sure that throughout your workouts, she might she may have got to the point in which bloody hell this is too hard, you know she must have told herself or you know how, how did you keep her motivated on those same exercises for that period of time in order for her to think I need to do this. So how does a, a personal trainer in this case motivates because you know you couldn't see a growth on her arms, you know, because that would be easier for you. If I come to you and say, look, I want to have bigger arms and you give me curves to do, I come back to you in two weeks and, and I show you my biceps. So that's a motivation for you, for me, because it's working. But in your, in your, in that specific case, I don't think her body changed that much to give her that strength or to give her, I mean, how, how did you keep her motivated? I think here is when the, um, support comes in and what I mean by support is that you know most personal trainers would just let the client come in do the session and then you know bye bye I'll see you next time uh, I don't like that uh, I think I would rather have you know less clients but looking them looking after them properly so what I do is that you know I give them a lot of um, uh, tools that they, you know they can contact me 
by like you know emails or uh, WhatsApp in my phone number, and then you know almost uh, you know two or three times a week I would always email them, see how they feel, how they're doing, how the session is going. Um, I would send them you know food ideas that you know they can always use, um, and I will always have some sort of Excel spreadsheet where I kind of track everything that they do so that I can show them as much as I can control the, the progress that they're doing. Mm. So your, your approach to, to personal training is more an approach of, okay, we work together, you pay me for this, but you know, let's also be friends and um, I will be in touch with you even when you're not in the gym. And if you have a question, you know, you, you, you call me. It doesn't matter if I'm yeah. at work or if I'm with my uh, partner or if I'm watching a movie. If I can, I'll get back to you. So you give them that total 24-hour access to the question of, just like I do, because we're friends and I don't pay you uh, for, for anything you do for me. But, you know, I will out of the blue uh, be in, in a room and thinking, okay, I, I have this question and I would WhatsApp you and say, what, what do you think about this? And then you would give yeah. me an answer. So you would do this with them, just like you do it with me, right? Exactly. So oh. we're, we're, in both, we're both in this you know, together. Uh, so as long as I show you that I really care and, that I, and I do for every single one of my clients, um, then I think that's when a different kind of values to personal training comes in. So what, what's her, uh, the, this girl next goal now that she achieved something uh, I mean, big for many people. Uh, obviously, there are other people who have been climbing Everest and other people who have been scuba diving, you know, like, I, I, I can't think of examples, but, you know, obviously there is something, there is always something more out there to achieve. So, what, is she going back to the gym to you? Are you guys keep training? What, what's happening? Uh, we actually still have to kind of sit down and what we're going to do together is just uh, uh, have a chat of what she wants to achieve next and then, you know, break down the goal and, you know, short-term, long-term goals and uh, be as much specific as, as, as it can be, as we both can be, and then go from there. Mm, very, very interesting. So do, do you have at the moment in your, let's say, portfolio of clients somebody who's focused on achieving something of that magnitude? Uh, what, climb, climbing? Uh, no, uh, no, like somebody that is actually uh, towards a goal, not somebody that, is that, that does this to look good in summer, but somebody that says to you, okay, uh, in my case, for instance, I say, okay, I started my snatch, which uh, I never performed before, and I was doing with the bar, yeah? So then in a week, I add bit, 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 because I know that by the end of 2015, realistically, I want my snatch to be... I don't know, I'm making up a number now, but the 80 kilos, yeah? So do you have somebody with a sort of goal that you are coaching and taking with you to that goal? Um, yes, uh, although there's no specific uh, time frame uh, to achieve that. Uh, mostly uh, people that come up to me just wanna kind of lose weight and look better. It's not easy to actually find somebody that comes to you saying, I want to improve my power clean by 20 kilos, uh, you know, and things like that. Because obviously, I deal with mostly, you know, general population. Um, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think um, I think people need to get out the uh, idea of having something that has a very specific end, like you know, an eight weeks transformation or a 12 weeks transformation. Uh, if you, yeah, I mean, those are great, but if you can't stick to it, then 
you know, what's the point? You know, yes, you look great for, you know, a, a week number 13, but what's going to happen after that, you know? Uh, and how much it's going to take you to actually go back in that kind of shape without the personal trainer. Uh, like, my job would be to actually give you all the tools that you need to not hire me anymore, you know, uh, because I want you to actually be able to do this by yourself. Well, I think, you know, you're saying something here very, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, groundbreaking because you're pretty much saying, <laughs> guys, you know, uh, I don't care if I go out of business, uh, but, you know, I like, I, it's noble. And I, I believe you because I know you and I know that you really mean it. Uh, so you, you're saying, Daniele, I will train you up to, up to you feel you need me. And then if you're ready to go solo, go for it. Because out there, th there are other people that are where you were. And obviously, you know, we need to take care of those people. And obviously, you yeah. need to be uh, rewarded, let's say, for what's yours, because you're putting time, effort, and knowledge. But at the same time, you are honest, saying, look, at the moment on which you will not need me, I will not bullshit you. Like, I mean, I think all the, the gyms out there, the big corporate gyms do, they say, okay, you can have personal training on a direct debit basis where, okay, you do three months and then suddenly your direct debit hits again and I need you for extra three months and then extra three months. Mm -hmm. So I will yeah. constantly need you. So you're saying that uh, uh, according to your opinion, and we're not saying this is the opinion, but your opinion, no. a, a great personal trainer should be somebody who guides you up to the point on which you feel, you know, you are not needed anymore. And if the client decided not to, so be it. But if decide that you know he likes obviously to be working with you consistently, it's a, ch a choice that he can make. But you know you're not yeah. gonna say, look, you will always need me because you don't believe that people that actually take fitness seriously will always need a personal trainer. Yeah, uh, this is not necessarily the definition of a great personal trainer. This is just how how I think um, personal training should be should be done. Um, you know, there's different ways of skinning a cat. And, other people might obviously disagree with me uh, but you know that's the way I like to do things all right well I, I think we covered a lot today for uh, our uh, our first uh, well I mean we, we, we're gonna call it podcast because obviously it's, it's gonna go online but you know I feel that this is more a chat one of the million chats that you and I have uh, when we see each other, so we, we yeah. thought we might as well record this and maybe somebody can benefit of it. Uh, obviously, if some people disagree, uh, you know, you're more than welcome to give us crap about it, to tell us that we're shit. Uh, we probably know this already. Please do. Please do. Um, but, you know, again, we, uh, we don't want to uh, come across as we know best. We don't want to come across as we, we, we know it all. But, you know, uh, from my opinion, for what Bruno and I, we've been working towards my goal and with my lifestyle that, you know, I will tell you probably in a, a different podcast, you know, yeah, I'm reaching the targets that uh, I, I finally, uh, well, I was looking for, uh, you know, it took me a while, about, what, three years now? Yeah, to, yeah. to go around different sports and stuff. But, and you know, you look now? I, I look uh, not... You want to know, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I look better than I used to. But no, okay. yeah, but not there. But definitely, you know, the thing with me that, uh, and this is, I don't know if out there, there are people with the same problem. I will say I look average, but I'm strong. 
that's you know what I don't know maybe you can explain that about me as well a bit better but it, it, you were telling me it's almost like I I will never I, no sorry right now I don't look as much as I oh, sorry I don't know how to say it so basically I don't look as strong as I am right is that what it is yeah yeah, yeah. So, Hashtag, this shit works. Yeah, uh, it's weird, no? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you, you're, getting, you're getting stronger and obviously, you know, getting stronger, getting bigger, are, you know, highly correlated. Um, but also, you don't need to get bigger. I mean, for the goal that you want to achieve, you need to be strong. You, know, you need to be able to throw people around uh, on the wrestling uh, ring and, and that's what we're trying to achieve for you. So I think, you know, strength for you is, is a massive component of your training as much as you know mobility and flexibility and things like that so but if you saw me on this on the beach and you didn't know me you would never think looking at my body that i can let's say deadlift as much as i can deadlift right is that is yeah. that and yeah. and I mean, yeah you probably would go do you even lift bro <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but but you actually do but also you know the, you have to think about um, that you you know once we start you know losing a little bit more body fire and you have more definition then you start seeing a little bit more results and you kind of you know see what your body has achieved and, and that's where you see that uh, even making you stronger um, has a lot more benefits than just you know losing body fat and not having any muscles on uh, so yeah it's gonna work man all right yeah i guess you know it's gonna work because it's already kicked off and it's starting you know i feel uh, i feel better in the ring i feel faster i feel stronger really you know things that you know i used to struggle with they come easy now uh obviously i have a lot to learn in the wrestling side of things but from the athleticism you know uh, i feel more confidence because i can tell my body's getting stronger all right then uh well guys thank you very much for listening um we are going to to try to make this quite a regular thing and we will speak about different topics not only yeah. nutrition workouts or you know we will uh, eventually talk about the weather one day we'll see uh we're in london by the yeah. way uh but yeah we you know uh, we will me and bruno we know each other 25 years and we will keep talking about shit anyway so yeah. you, you might as well be involved if the, some of this stuff is useful yeah we're also going to try and bring um guests over to the podcast talking about different stuff and uh, telling you stories about how you know they change their own lives uh, and you know what it took to actually change their life for the better mm. which i think is quite fucking cool yeah, yeah definitely we will uh, you know we have a lineup of people who will bring on and you know it's good to know uh other people opinion really you know we will bring uh, professionals we will bring uh, other joes we will bring you know uh, friends we will bring everybody and see so we, we, we'll try to get a perspective on all the sides of fitness and sports uh, from from any point of view. Not, so we had now a personal trainer. Obviously, I'm an average Joe at the moment, but it's, I'm very active. And then there will be other people. But yeah, thank you very much for listening again. And, you know, I look forward to see you soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.